Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the YFYI podcast. On this episode you're about to listen to, I'm going to be talking about standards, how you can establish your standards, how you can increase your standards, and how you can maintain your standards so you can take your entire game to the next level. Thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? How are you doing? Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sonny D. It's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast. So if you guys are regular listeners, I do apologize for the delay. Uh, If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. If you're first time coming in, this is the place where you come to get your mind right, get your get your checkup from the neck up, get your learn on so you can get your earn on where I talk about things that as a beauty professional, things that as as a uh, a beauty, you know, entrepreneur if that's what you are, if you're a new stylist, this is your first year in the beauty industry as a stylist or if this is your first year in the beauty industry as a salon owner, this is a place where you can come, you can plug in, you can get some insight The last episode that I did was the money episode. Got a lot of really good feedback on that one. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, it talks about, you know, investing, being an investor. What is an investor? You know, I really think we are all investors in our own right because we're investors in, you know, in our own career, right? The best investment you're ever going to make is in yourself. But the money episode came back. So that was that was uh, the last one. So if this is your first time here, welcome to the podcast, your first year in .com where you can find out more information, more episodes. I have been recording everything on Anchor now, or distributing I should say, not necessarily recording on, but distributing on Anchor, my new favorite podcast, podcast creator, and they're really changing the game. They're helping with distribution, they're helping with getting sponsors to come on your podcast. They're helping in a lot of different ways. So I've really been having a lot of fun using that app. If you don't have the app, definitely download it. Anchor FM, anchor.fm. Pretty sure there are Android and or, you know, of course, the iPhone where you can listen to podcasts. You can look up my podcast, the Rolling with the D podcast is also on there as well as this podcast you're listening to YFY your first year in your first year in it's about not surviving but thriving you know I see a lot of people as a person that's kind of worn several different hats you know starting as a student in beauty school then becoming an instructor at a beauty school while I was building myself up as a stylist then becoming a salon owner to multi-salon owner trainer of trainers and just trainer of stylists I wear a lot of different hats and I get a lot of different looks. So I get a lot of different intel. So when I decided to write my first book, YFYI, your first year in the beauty industry, it was really so I could reach more people, scale the unscalable, right? Get to every single person in the beauty industry one at a time. That's going to be a tricky thing to do. So with YFY, the book series, 
I'm able to reach more people. I thank you guys for all the support, everyone that's gotten a copy. If I've met you either at a an event, I was speaking at your school or wherever, or you heard the podcast, however you got a copy, I really appreciate your support. And my second book in that series, YFYI Salon Ownership. So your first year in salon ownership. So the books are kind of taking you on this journey of going from school <clears throat> to a stylist to building your career right the first time to then looking at potential ownership. We're also going to be getting into education. You know, a lot of people want to be the platform artist, right? Everyone looks, oh, I want to be a platform artist. I want to be like some of the great ones that are out there, the Robert Cromines, the whoever's you, whoever you like, Guy Tang or whoever, right? You see all these different educators that are out there and they're doing shows, they're on stage. And then you look at that and you're like, that's like what I want to do. That's what I want to be. You know, so I've been thinking about that as a continuation in the series, so YFY, what does your first year in the industry look like as that educator, as that platform artist? Developing that stage presence, you know, developing your brand. You know, today it's never been easier if you use the tools to reach people, but reaching people, capturing an audience, and then what do you do with that attention that you capture? What do you then do? Take that and turn it into what? to amplify your brand, to amplify your message, to amplify your sound. So a lot of these different topics are always on my mind. So that's where I love to come on the podcast and get into some of that and share with you. So a couple of little updates, <clears throat> updates, updates, where have I been in the last month or so? Just really working, building my business. You guys know that this podcast, this isn't my main hustle. If it becomes my main hustle, then I'll probably record you know, a lot more episodes, a lot more frequently, but it's not my main hustle. This is a side hustle. So my priority, my business comes first in my hustling list of order of precedence. So building the salon 1.0, you know, this October, we're coming up on 10 years. It's kind of crazy to even think about 10 years, 10 years ago, which means a tattoo on the side of my neck, the 1.0 tattoo is probably almost 11 years old because I got that when I had the idea and I decided 1.0 was going to be the thing. I got that right before really the first location that took off, right? Because there were a couple that didn't take off anywhere, didn't go anywhere. But that first one that took off in October of 2009, I got the tattoo before that. Pretty sure I got it before that. So that would mean the tattoo's coming up on, yeah, 11 years old. But 10 years, thinking about it, 10 years as an owner. You know, looking at the different things I've been able to collect, the people, the information, um, building that business, you know, that's been a priority. You know, this year is definitely, every year really is a challenge, you know, reshuffling, re repositioning, hiring new people seeing some people leave the company, you know, all that stuff that comes with being a business owner. And we have our newest location, actually, that just celebrated one year, their one-year anniversary out in Austin, Texas, which is doing pretty awesome. Super excited to get to go out there every month and coach and train and develop and watch that team 
watch that team continue to grow. We got some great leadership out there. We got Josh out there. If you guys haven't checked him out, you know, I put him on my store a couple times. I did a podcast with him. You guys may have may or may not have heard um, with Josh Valdez. Check that episode out. It's pretty inspiring. But I got great leadership out there, great team of people that we're building out there. So that's been a part of my time. And then my regular grind of being here in Florida, you know, with our locations that we have here, training, growing, and also being a being a hairstylist. I'm still a practicing, pretty much full-time hairstylist. Now, how long will I be able to keep that up? I do not know. There's been times I've done less hair, more hair. Just, it just, I don't think I'll, I'll ever completely step away from that because my passion for the art of doing hair and working with that guest and staying in touch with the, with the, the modern day guest, staying in touch with, you know, what people are looking for, asking for. And what's coming through the chair. I like to have my finger on that pulse. But I also have a lot of other endeavors that I, I like to do. So keeping it, keeping a real diverse lifestyle is what it's about. So I gotta find I gotta find the perfect time to be able to record this podcast. Cause I know I've gained, you know, a lot of listeners and you guys are coming to expect the podcast. So I'm wondering, you know, how I'm gonna work that out. I'm thinking I wanna really kind of set a day to release the podcast. I'm up in the air like today. I'm recording this on a Sunday. It'll probably come out. I might put it out tonight or it'll come out tomorrow. Maybe Monday's the day. Record Sunday, release Monday or record Monday, release Monday. So I need some feedback from you guys what you think as far as a regular day to release this podcast. And is it going to be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly? I, I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards the weekly, but you know, it is a commitment. You got to set aside the time, the production and the post-production. So that's a big thing. And then uh, I want to get some feedback from you guys on what you think about that. So should it be Sunday? Should it be Monday? Should it be, because that's, I noticed like when I look on Anchor and I look at all the analytics, I noticed that. Consumption is heavier at the beginning of the week on Mondays, probably because a lot of the audience are in the beauty industry and typically salon Sundays and Mondays are closed. So maybe that's a big consumption, you know, time. So I've kind of noticed that a little bit looking at the the dates when the plays are hitting the higher numbers. So I'm looking for some ideas as far as like the day, if you have any ideas you want to share when you think hit me up let me know hit me on uh, whether instagram wherever you want to hit me on little tweet 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 twitter hit me up at sunny d 1.0 on the gram what day maybe i'll do a poll maybe i'll put a poll up on the instagram story and see what day should i release the podcast and i've got two podcasts so am i releasing them the same day Am I releasing them different days? I don't really know. But what I wanted to kind of chat with you guys today about something that's been on my mind, which kind of inspired me to jump on here and share just some thoughts and some ideas. And the subject, the topic that I want to kind of focus this around is the word. And the word is standard. 
Now, if you were to look up the word standard on the interweb, on the Googler, what you're going to see is standard. You can see standard standards. So a level of quality or attainment. And then it gives a little example. Their restaurant offers a high standard of service. Synonyms. So quality, level, grade, degree, worth, caliber, merit, excellence. The standard of work is very good. Number two, under the definition, an idea or thing used as a measure, norm, or model in comparative evaluations. The wages are low by today's standards. So this word standard, you know, an idea or thing used as a measure, a level of quality or attainment. How about this? A tune or song of established popularity. How about this? A military or ceremonial flag carried on a pole or hoisted on a rope. How about this? Right? Standard. What do you think of when you hear the word standard? Because one of the biggest things in <clears throat> creating a company... One of the biggest things in creating the 1.0 brand, one of the biggest things in training and developing stylists that I've always been about and always have pushed for and always have looked for is can we hold a standard, create a standard, or establish a standard? Now, one of those three things we're probably doing one, if not two, if not all of the above at any time. So holding the standard, establishing a standard or creating a standard. What level of standard are you holding yourself to? You know, are you letting yourself slide, right? Do you have somebody that's holding you to a certain standard? Because as I've been navigating through the industry, what I've noticed is a lot of slippage, Kind of like uh, leakage, kind of like seepage, but we're going to call it slippage. And when I say slippage, what I'm talking about is slippage in the standard. Slippage in the standard. Let me give you a couple of examples. So when you see, you know, like you're just coming in the beauty industry. You know, let's talk about this, right? You Foiling hair. You come into the salon. What is the standard for foiling hair? You know, it used to be... You know, people could do foiling a little bit and then it got to the point where people really couldn't do it at all or they did it and it was like super slow, it was sloppy, it wasn't clean. <clears throat> so in our company, we wanted to reestablish that standard. So we created, you know, our 1.0 color system, which includes a standard blonding placement and application. The placement and application, whether it be slicing or weaving, but the placement application everybody certifies in, and that's become our standard. Now, from that standard, are there going to be variations? Of course there are. But to establish that standard, to create the standard, establish the standard, and maintain the standard, that's what I think we need as, a, as an industry. I think we really need to get focused back on that. Because once standards start to slip, 
<clears throat> what happens? Everything gets everything gets critiqued. Once standards start to slip, expectations start to slip, your income starts to slip, your entire career starts to slip, our industry starts to slip. And it's the same way every part of the industry that you look at. So from the blonding and the foil, you know, it was like, all right, let's look at styling. And then we created in our company, our style system where we hold everybody, we make sure that everyone's held to a certain standard. Now, do people slip? Yes, they do. But that's where there needs to be some kind of monitoring. There needs to be some kind of established monitoring, assessment, program, protocol to make sure we're holding the line. And if you look at you know a great organization that does this really well, <clears throat> is the military, right? The military, they have clearly defined standards that each troop, each soldier, each sailor, each marine, each airman needs to be able to be at or above. And those standards, then they have to be, here's the thing, creating them is one thing, but then holding them accountable, that falls back onto the human the person that's in charge, the leadership that's in charge to be able to hold people to the standard. Now, is it easy to do? No. Are you going to find people that are not at the standard? Yes. In the military, we've seen that. We call those people unsat. They're unsatisfactory. You know, and we need to police our own, but sometimes you will find that people will slip through the cracks. But what I want you to think about is your own standard. Maybe you're not in a company right now that has any kind of standard. They haven't established the standard. They haven't, they haven't created the standard. They're not holding you to a certain level. This is where it's going to come. It's going to really come down to you. You to maybe establish your own standard. You to maybe create your own standard. You to maybe hold yourself accountable to your own standard. You don't have to wait and you don't have to, and you know, because what happens is you see this and you see this happen. You see all of a sudden the quality of work goes down. Remember when you used to show up and you used to be dressed apart and you used to look great and you used to have your hair done, you used to have your makeup done and then your standards started slipping and then your hair is in a ponytail, your makeup's not done, your dress isn't what it used to be, Right? <clears throat> you used to go to the gym, you used to work out, you used to watch what you eat, and then you start to slip, start to get a little flabby here and there. You used to show up to work on time. You used to come with your best, put your best foot forward, then you started to let it slip, start showing up a couple minutes late, barely on time, not on time at all. Those are all letting your standards slip. And then what do you think is going to happen? You think that the organiz the organization is is going to be responsible for your slipping of your standard? I don't think so. And you can work in an organization that has standards, but you ultimately the buck as they say stops with you. That's who needs to hold the line. 
Because if you're waiting on someone else to police your standard, your standard is not only slipped, but there is no standard. If you're waiting on someone else to establish your standard, there is no standard. If you're waiting on someone else to measure you up against the standard, there is no standard. And if you're in a, in a company that has some clearly defined standards, you should be measuring yourself up against them regularly. If they're not checking you, right? If they don't have an assessment going on right now, doesn't mean you can't have an assessment on yourself. How do you measure up against the standards if they have established them? How do you measure up? Because here's the thing. If you're looking to go to the next level, the most important thing you have to do is establish the level that you're currently at. You know, people looking around like, yeah, I want to go to the next level. I want to make more money. I want to be strong. I want to be faster. I want to be this. I want to be that. But they haven't even established where they're at right now. You could forget about the next level. You don't even need to even be talking about the next level. You need to be establishing what level are you at right now. So if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. You know, I started thinking about what standard I wanted to set for myself, you know, for this second half of the year, for this half a decade, for this decade, for this day, for this hour, for this podcast. You know, what standard are you going to set for yourself? Think about it. And you can call it your standard. You can call it your level. But really what you're establishing is what is acceptable to you. And if you're below that, you're performing below that, that's unacceptable. How am I going to get myself back to what I said was an acceptable level of performance? And it's performance in anything. It's a physical performance. Could be a financial performance. Could be a personal just performance a spiritual performance, a professional, whatever that looks like, that performance, what is the acceptable level? What is the standard? And how are you going to maintain it? Because that's ongoing. Establishing is one thing. Maintaining is a whole nother game. How are you going to maintain it? How are you going to monitor it? And do you have someone that you might enlist as an accountability partner to help hold you accountable, help hold you to the line, help hold you to the standard, and you do that same thing for them. Because here's what we've got, guys. We've got an industry right now that's a little fractured. There's all kinds of different things going on in our industry. If you guys are paying attention, I don't know if you are or not. But we've got things from you know, deregulation and defunding and reducing the hours it's required and maybe not even having to require a license. Think about what kind of mess our industry would be in if anybody that decided, hey, I'm just going to be now a cutter of hair. I'm going to be a color of hair. No license, no checks. That's like throwing all the standards out the window. But how did we get here? We got here by the lax attitude and no one really holding 
our industry to a higher standard. And then it's easy for regulators to say, hey, there's no standard here. Anybody can do this. Have at it. And that's how we get into this position in the first place because we don't have somebody that's holding the line. We don't have people pushing the standard, establishing the standard, maintaining the standard. So you as an individual, it starts with you and then you can affect the people around you, the organization, the salon, the school, the whoever you're around. So hopefully as you guys are listening to this, you know, you're thinking about your standard, you're thinking about how you're going to take your standard to the next level. I'm going to be talking more about this. I'm going to be giving you guys some more insight on this in the future. But I just want to kind of open up the conversation, get some feedback and comments. What are your standards? You know, in in my organization, we have the standards. And if you meet the standard, if you just do the standard, that's frowned upon, right? Because we're just trying to establish the standard Like this is just to get into the game. This doesn't have anything to do with what's expected to go above and beyond. This is just the standard level of performance. If you establish a standard to get your, you know, foils done, a standard to get your blow dry done, a standard to complete your haircut in a certain time, just, just being able to hit that standard, it's, That's frowned upon. We want to go above and beyond. But first things first, think about it. Establishing that standard. What is your standard? What is your organization's standard? Think about this. I'd love to hear some feedback from you guys on what your outlook is on standards. Do you feel like you have clearly defined and established standards for you, for your organization, for your family, for your relationship, whatever it is? And where do you want to go with your standards? Where are you trying to take your standards in the future so you can get to that next level? That's what I want to know. So hit me up on whether it be Instagram at SunnyD1.0 at your first year in on Instagram. Direct message me some of your thoughts and, and opinions and standards that you're working with or working on or measuring against. I'd love to hear some feedback so I can build on to this topic in the future. So that's what I got for you guys today on the YFYI podcast at your first year in. Your first year in the beauty industry, guys. Your first year in, whether it be salon ownership. Your first year in creating your standards for your future. You know, how can you take it to the next level? And that's what I got. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Uh, Make sure if you have not yet got a chance to review the podcast, show me your verified review. I've got a little gift for you. I've got these limited edition YFYI t-shirts that you will get for your review because that review will help the podcast become more discoverable. Whether you review it on Anchor, you review it, you review it on my website, yourfirstyearin.com, yfyipodcast.com. You review it on Apple and the iTunes store. Show me your verified review and your t-shirt will be in the mail. And if you haven't gotten a copy of your first year in, Either the first book or the second book in the series, you can get those at yourfirstyearin.com. You can go there and grab one. I'll sign it for you, write a little message for you. Let me know if you want it written to you or to someone else. If you're buying it for someone else, you can uh, let me know that. And just go to yourfirstyearin.com to get either one of those books. 
And I look forward to talking to you guys. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the schedule for the podcast. Is it a Sunday release? Is it a is it a Monday release? Is it every Monday, every other Monday? Is it once a month? So I'd love to hear your feedback on that. I just thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the YFY podcast. Remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once so you don't have to build it again. And that's what happens. You know, and that's you learning how to build your business right once. Think about that. The foundation of your business. You know, you're going to put your entire career on top of. You're going to put your business on top of. You're going to put your standards on top of. That's what we're trying to do here. And that's what I'm trying to do with the books, with the podcast, with the speaking engagements, you know, with my actions and projects that I'm carrying out is is really to do that. So that's what I got, guys. So thanks for tuning in. As always, look forward to talking to you soon. This is the YFY podcast where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you'll be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.